Welcome to Love Talk. Love Talk for everyday people. Tonight, I think I see Leslie. Leslie, you there? I'm here. Hey, what's up, girl? Oh, nothing. Just tired. A tough day? No, I just feel very lethargic all the time. Oh, no. Hmm. Oh, no. Not sleeping well? I think it's the weather. Not sleeping well. Is, is it still weather. cold? Is it still cold in D.C.? Spring hasn't sprung yet? It hasn't sprung yet. It sprang a couple of weeks ago, and we had 70-degree weather, but then now it's back to the funky winter. Yeah, Jelani was in New York this weekend. He called me, it's freezing. I was like, oh, you, you thought you could handle it? No, baby, we can't. Our blood has thinned. We can no longer handle that cold weather. Uh-huh. Yeah, hair looks good. I like it. It looks pretty. Thanks. Thanks. I am loving this hair. Finished. Uh-huh. See? <laughs> I told Shake you. Shake and go. Yeah, it's easy. It's I really told easy. you. So how have oh, you been? Good. Pretty good. Today was a good day. Actually, this was a good weekend. I had a good, good weekend. Um, my aunt came over today. And brought my father and us, brought me and my dad lunch. And we sat out on the patio. Like Which family. aunt? My aunt Joan. Okay. We sat out on the patio like family. And okay. it felt so good. Um, it was very nice. We had pizza and salad and she brought she brought everything. And we sat and we talked and we laughed and she told stories, things, you know, that I didn't know um, that went down back in the day between them all. And it was good. It was good. It it made me feel. um, You know, I I, one of the topics that I wanted to talk about tonight was, um, you know, toxic people. Mm -hmm. And I had been dealing with this toxicity for such a long time and today brought hope you know that um this too shall soon pass you know and soon is up to interpretation (laughs) hey terry terry's here what's up terry how are you good how are you doing good it's chilly out here but i'm good we were just talking about that. Leslie said spring sprung a couple of weeks ago and then it went back. It went away. It's crazy. Yeah. I was just telling her that I had lunch today with uh, one of my aunts. She came, she brought me and my dad pizza and it was a really nice um, afternoon. It was enjoyable. Very good. No, it felt like February up here. here. Really? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. snowing in New York. I know that much. My son was in New York for a wedding and he said, we got up this morning and it was snowing. He was like, take me to the airport. I got to get out of here. I can't stay here. <laughs> I was going to say he was probably in culture shop. He was. He was absolutely in culture shop. He's a Floridian now. He is. He, he, he tries not to, you know, own up to it, but he's a Floridian. He's absolutely a Floridian. It is what it is. Yes. 
So yeah, Leslie, the weekend was pretty good. We had lunch. I um, I went to the beach after that. I didn't, you know, go in the water. I just kind of went and sat and looked and um, took a quick little walk. It was good. It's a good day. Yesterday, I went out with my sister and the rest of the family, and we went out for pizza for dinner, pizza two days in a row. But it is what it is. But again, okay. good weekend. The kids came over, put them to work. I don't know. My kids did a lot of work on the weekends. My sister, I don't see them ever doing work. She says they do work, but they have to be um, money dangling in front of their face for them to go out and do work. Oh. So they picked up the acorn, not the acorns, the pine cones and the big tree branches in the backyard. So I gave them a couple of dollars. It's funny. And then after dinner, you know, he was like, oh, can we go? I said, are you going to buy it? It's like a little boy, you don't nothing with my money. <laughs> That's how kids do. Yeah, he says I'm saving my money. I'm I'm look. I want to get this thing. I was like, oh, okay. Are you hearing an echo? Because I'm hearing an echo. No, I don't hear one bit of an echo. Maybe I need to turn my volume down a little bit. That might. Do I don't it. know. Okay, I don't hear it now. Okay, I turned my volume down. So anyway, this week I wanted to talk about um, toxic people and how we uh, deal with that. I was going to have a second segment, but my guest uh, backed out at the last moment. So we're just going to have to wing it, girls. So I I have been dealing with this toxic situation for a very long time. Um, Any toxic situation for a minute or more is a very long time for me, but um, this has been going on for months, and the problem is it's family. So what do you do with your family members that are just toxic? You know, when you're there, they're not speaking to you, yet they won't have a conversation on what the issue is. They just have this motivation to be angry and to be mad all the time. And that just messes up my spirit. I don't even know how to deal with people like this. For me, say what it is, apologize and move on. We don't have to be in love, but we have to be cordial. We should be able to do that, at least. How do you guys deal with it? Or do you don't have any kind of toxicity in your life? I mean, there's, there's times where people are just not getting along. And, that, and um, when people are not getting along and I happen to be in the middle of it, it is a difficult situation. <laughs> Um, after I asked the question, like, is there something that I've done and do I need to apologize and can we talk about it? And they still choose not to, um, tell me that I offended them in any kind of way or hurt their feelings. And I don't even know what I need to apologize for that. I'm done with it. And just, even if it's family, you're done with it, you know, because I have said, Hey, you know, I don't know what it is. Can you, what is it? So I can apologize. Oh, I don't want your apology. I was like, but can you tell me what it is that I've offended you? Cause that's not my intention. And the remark was, you know what you did. I have to tell you what you did. And I'm trying to understand how do you get resolution with that behavior? And that is so juvenile to me. What I come to know from people, and I don't know, maybe it's just my experience. There's people in this world that um, that's who they are. Like, they're not happy unless they're creating drama 
and somebody's always got to be the enemy and I'm mad at you and and that some people thrive on that right so I'm I'm not that person I'm not going to keep like I mean I'm not sure why you you're even mad especially if if I can't recall what I did and now you just keep building on and piling on because now you're conjuring up stories in your head then you want to be mad and I should just let them go. Don't even worry about it. Get right with my spirit and let it go and don't even stress it no more. Yeah, because I mean, they're family, doing it on purpose. It's, it's they're family. doing it on purpose. People want to hurt other people. Hurt people hurt people. So I would imagine that somebody's doing it on purpose. And then at some point, like, I, I don't call the people in my life toxic, but when it comes to my family, there's family that I would love to have a relationship with. And every time we get around, it's always like, let's get together. Let's do this. Let's, and it never pans out. So guess what? We're just never going to get together and it's never going to happen. And when I try to make it happen, the people that come, they come and the ones that don't, don't. And after that, I'm done. I did my part. I did my part. Yeah, I guess I have a hard time because it is family and because for so many years we were close. And so then look, all this nonsense goes on in my head. Like, did you ever really love me? You know, I'm thinking love is unconditional. You know, I think of the people who I say that I love, I love them unconditionally. Does that mean that they're never going to do anything that's going to get on my nerves or it's going to offend me? It doesn't mean that. And does it mean that I'm not going to do something that's going to offend them or get on their nerves? And it doesn't mean that either. It just means that the love that I have for you supersedes all of that. And if maybe I need a week or two or a month to get over whatever I'm mad about and give some space, but I can always um, come back. So when I find people that can never come back and they're willing after, I mean, she's known me for 58 years. I'm 58 years old, all of my life. So and only in the last two years, something has happened that erasing the 56 years. I just don't get that. It doesn't make any sense to me. It hurts, actually. It absolutely hurts. Even if I did something to wrong you, say something. A lot of people are not capable of that. And you can't let that just ruin your life. And you just... You don't know what you did. You don't know if you even did anything. I mean, I just don't think it's fair for you to just be so um, bothered or letting this keep you up at night. I know it hurts, but I mean, if they can't say what happened, what are you supposed to do? They just want to keep um, a thumb on your neck and keep control of you. And that's how they control you by making you feel like you did something to them. But I'm not going to tell you what it is. So I'm just going to make you feel comfortable every time I see you. You know, that's just that's really crazy. kind of what it is. That's really kind of what it feels like. It sounds you know? like a control freak to me. It's right. It sounds. She said it sounds like a control freak. Yeah, it sounds very high school to me. So, I mean, it's I'm working. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it is high school. It is immature, but that's how they keep control over people. They keep have you wondering. What did I do? They keep thinking, have you thinking that they're mad at you? And that's how they control you because you're thinking they're mad at you and you're just always begging for forgiveness and for communication. And that's how they keep control 
of the situation. And I just say that's some fragging bull and we're going to move on. Uh-huh. Okay. Fragging Moving it on. I mean, I'm I working mean, through it. I'm working through it. It's getting easier and easier as the time passes. You know, I'm not mad anymore. I, w- I used to be pretty angry because of the fact that you won't have a conversation, but it's getting old. And I was just curious, does anybody else have talked to people in their life that they can just say that they have said, goodbye, I'm done. I'm no longer dealing with your toxicity because it's not good for me and my spirit. I think we all do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I think and we, just, we just move on. When it comes to family, you the expectation that family is just going to love you unconditionally is not realistic because family, they come in all shapes, forms, and sizes. And just like there's that element of people that you don't even know that's going to hate you for some reason, you're going to get that in your family too. You, th- these are the same people that they're like this wherever they are. So to, to, I understand, like for me, with, when it comes to family, I get it. Like I've been through situations where I don't even know if it's personal, but people have stopped speaking to me. And I'm, whenever I see them, you know, I still, I still say hi, I still extend myself. But then after a while, what happens is I just, I, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to stress out over it. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to be a part of it. If you're not speaking to me for whatever reason, and you're not speaking to me for whatever reason, because you're missing out. Hi. Was that your husband speaking to the ladies? Yeah. Hi, Joey. How Hi. are you? Hi. Yeah, I have to um, practice more. <laughs> more not giving a, a, a rat's behind. I have to practice more. You ever tell somebody something and they turn around and repeat it? Yeah. (laughs) What are you referring to? I mean, I just, if if you're having pillow talk and you tell somebody something, why would they turn around and tell that person what you said? What the hell? Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, what happens on the pillow stays on the pillow. You see what I'm talking about? That's that's did you, my did rule. Did you hear that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I said something. It, it, it's a it's a joke, right? It, and it's not mm-hmm. funny because the person that I was talking about, they're experiencing something. They're experiencing a loss, right? Devastating devastating loss so (laughs) my neighbor lost his mom and during the holiday season he found this big beautiful angel that lights up at night and the angel is still out it's March when did his mom pass yes i understand i get it but this was between me and my husband i was joking around i was like i guess the angel's not going away and he goes and tells him that oh boy was his feelings hurt wasn't at all 
I mean, I was joking. Man, is the I angel guess. still there? Yeah, he, he probably don't even care huh? the joke. Is the angel still there? Of course. So he doesn't care what you think. That's right. Yeah. No, he doesn't care what I think. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Terry, that was why, very straightforward. <laughs> why would he, why would this guy say something to him? Because he knew he wasn't going to care what you think. Right. Oh, my God. Thank you. You know what? I love y'all. <laughs> y'all are good people. Thank you. It's not that serious. Oh, I was so mad. All I said is my wife thinks that um, my wife is like, she likes she likes your angel. That's all I said. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting two more. And that was it. <laughs> See? He didn't repeat it exactly. <laughs> yeah, I did. That's not what he said. That's not, that is what I said. And when you, when you see him asking. Oh, she's never going to ask it. <laughs> she's never going to ask it. I'm not. I mean, and I was just joking. I mean, not I get serious. it. Let it go. You know me. I'm like a jerk when not it comes serious. to serious stuff. Like, like, I don't. I get it. I get it. I get it. it. I get it. You the boss that you did not expect to go anywhere, but if the angels are still there, he doesn't care what you think. And it's not I'm, that serious. I, obviously, it's obvious, right? Yeah, yeah for real. That's funny. <laughs> is it bothering you? Is the angel bothering you? No, it's not bothering me. It's just, it's like a, like, that's like having a, a Christmas reindeer out because you just like it and it's just staying all year. Sounds yeah, like it's bothering you. It's the <laughs> angel represents his mother, right? That's what I'm understanding. It's not like he left yes, that angel get, out I, for Christmas. Don't, and don't get it. Don't. Don't don't get it twisted. I I understand because when it comes to mourning a loss, that's that that's personal, individual, and you do what you have to do to whatever it is that you need to do on a daily basis. Because that's not easy. Yeah, it's not. Absolutely. But I just so, didn't think this guy was gonna go say something. Not that big of a deal. I just keep telling you that. Let it go. <laughs> Just think, Leslie, he didn't even have to tell you he said anything, and you would never be the wiser. I know, until the guy's was looking at him. Like, you know, we were talking about the angel. And I was that. It's not a big deal. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, my wife wears thongs every day. Like, you know, like, come on. on the little <laughs> 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 I just, you know, it's like everything. That's serious. Just don't. Tell people what I say. That's our conversation. Our business. Mm -mm. So Terry, I don't know. I saw you got disconnected earlier. We were gonna have another um a guest on this week, mm -hmm. but she canceled on me. So we'll have to discuss that stuff another time. Um, oh, did no. you guys watch the hearings last week? Oh, yeah, I just have so many mixed feelings about that um do, do either of you know when the vote is supposed to take place i don't know for sure but it's not like right away i think it's like a, yeah. a i don't know when i don't out. know when so yeah i did watch um i had mixed feelings because i was mad at me too a lot of times i was inspired a lot of times i was proud a lot of times I was sad a lot of times. It just it ran the gamut because, um, you know, as somebody said last yesterday to me, you know, this is how they treat black women in America. 
Yes. You, know, you don't get the respect that yes. we need. She's a mo- she more qualified than any of those people that were asking questions, right? The analogy that I heard, uh, I think it was the day before yesterday. Somebody wrote, watching these um, hearings were like watching Einstein being interviewed by Porky Pig and Donald Duck. Right. You know, that kind of nonsense going on. Um, asking her stupid questions over and over and over again and just it was insane yeah so you know some people said they couldn't watch it but i i I wanted to watch as much as i could or listened while i was working to as much as i could i um i loved cory booker the way oh my gosh he brought me to tears that second day after she had gone through all that grueling stuff i just love how he supported her and brought her back up because she probably was feeling. I, sometimes I wonder whether she was either mad or sad because I saw some looks like if she I could really mad. say what she wanted to say, she would have yeah. a few of them out. Um, but she knows yeah. she couldn't. Um, but you know the the order of the speakers is always the same every day. So Cory Booker always spoke right before that the last break of the day. So after. Right. Him was always like three more speakers. And it just proved for me that it is important for Black people to be represented in every area of life, politics, financial, economic, sports, because who else would have been there in that room to puff her up if not another Black person weren't in the room? So right. it was important to have that I got your back person yeah. that ride okay. or die so i was thankful because i mean i mean her husband is white that's another issue i mean he wasn't yeah he gave her a kiss on the cheek i saw you know he was supportive of her but cory booker has the black history to exactly. remind everybody what harriet tubman did what sojourner truth did what shirley right. chisholm did and it was so good to hear that from another black person in public in front of all those white folks Right. It was good to hear him, you know, big her up and give her the props that she deserves and how wonderful she was and and talk about how she reminded him of his mother and the other women. It was wonderful. I tears came to my eyes. Tears absolutely came to my eyes. Yeah, I, my emotions, just like you, Terry, just ran the gamut. But what I am pissed, I'm angry about the idea that the Supreme Court is like a joke now with Clarence Thomas's wife texting Mark Meadows, I think it is, about what he should do with the election in 2020 and the idea that, that Clarence Thomas was the lone holdout and wasn't gonna, and did not vote for the the um and I forgot exactly what it was that he was holding out on because I don't want to misquote because it didn't have anything to do about turning over the election because we know that that was a, a legitimate election but he was the holdout based on probably pillow talk that he had with his stupid looking wife you talk about Daffy Duck and these people <laughs> are making a mockery of our judicial system and the, the 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 equal branches of government because nobody gets in trouble nobody gets in right. trouble had that been flipped like they're doing the things that they wish black people would do so that they could put us under the jail and that's yeah. what makes me yeah. angry 
because they're doing things and they're not even getting called on the carpet. They're not getting in trouble. I don't know if he plans to recuse himself. Only time will tell. But he's going to probably stand and 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 act like like um being on the Supreme Court is his rightful duty and that he should listen to the cases for January 6th. He needs to recuse himself. Matter of fact, just go retire. Just go sit down. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. You know, we've known for many years when he even when he was getting his confirmation hearings, we known we've known he's been an Uncle Tom for a long time. So that's not a surprise. <laughs> um, you know, and then he marries the the ugliest white woman on earth, as far as I'm concerned. Oh and, you know, she's horrible. She's horrible. I mean, what are you gonna do with him? He's got a you know lifetime position. He's not going to recuse himself. He's arrogant. No. And, you know, unfortunately, this this system that you refer to is built to favor them. It's never been yes. built to favor us. He's not um, even a them. He needs to look in the mirror. He's not well, a them. He, thinks, he thinks he's a them. So he thinks he's know. a them. Right. You, um, somebody wow. mentioned, you know, the movie Get Out, and he is just really a white person in Clarence Thomas's body. If you remember the movie Get Out, where they took over black people's bodies, so whoever is inside there is not black, right? Not at all. Can't be. And I just, I'm just so upset that here's this woman, black excellence personified. She checks all the boxes. Mm -hmm. Anything that they would require from a Supreme Court justice, she checks all the boxes. She outdoes it. That's not what this was about anyway, because they know she's qualified. They said what this was about was the next election cycle and putting yes. in front of everybody what their agenda was to take back the House and the Senate yeah. and right. in terms of just putting whatever their agenda was out. So it wasn't really about her. It was about their the next election. And one of those clowns is thinking about this is going to help them if they decide to run for president. One oh, of those cool. clowns. Yeah, because Tom, what's his name? Cruz. Cruz. Yeah, I wanted to get on the TV and just jab him in his throat. He made me so angry. He was just rude. And he, he was, was so busy. In the midst of all of his buffoonery, he's checking his phone to see if he's getting tweets. And he's a clown. He's a clown. Yeah. Yeah, he's a clown. I think we lost Terry again. She must be having some serious. No, you technology. can't hear me. I'm gone. Um, I heard a beep out, and that's what I heard before when we lost you. I'm glad oh, you didn't okay. go. Now I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, because I couldn't turn that one off. No. Um. So yeah, we had a, a gamut of emotion yeah. come through. Yeah, it's crazy. What else is going on? Um. I, I I don't know if you all, what y'all feel about critical race theory, but I don't have kids in school anymore, but it's, but it's, it's really bothering, really bothering me. me. You hear the echo? I, hear echo again? Again? I, hear um, I never heard it. Leslie heard the echo. I don't hear the I echo. I hear the echo. It's really bothering me um, how there's the potential for kids that are school age right now, like my my great niece who is six, six. that she will yeah, she not really learn real black history, history potentially because they're trying because to pull it all out of the schools, all of that curriculum. It's so ridiculous. And I, I mean, I they never, they never ever really taught it. 
to be honest. They never no, ever they really taught. They, they, they want to ensure that it never gets taught. That's my problem. Yeah, but critical race theory, race they have theory, it they wrong. Have it it's wrong. not it's about, about teaching, teaching black, black history. history. It's about oh, looking, looking at, at the race relations, race relations as it relates, as it relates to, to um, um and I want to say, um, um, like how, like how the, the what, what, like, like government, government affairs, affairs, like, like, like looking, like at, looking the, at the actual, actual um, statistics of race and, and what it looks what like it looks in terms like of in terms of how things how have things impacted black people. black people. It's not it's about not just, about black, just history. black history. They're making They're things making up things when it comes to critical race theory. They're talking about critical race theory has a lot to do with um, um, actual, actual statistics and numbers, numbers and things and that things relate that to how, how black, black um, um, damn, and I've read it and, and read I just can't, I can't recall. It's just, it's just how it's measured and how, how black people live in this society, how it's measured, things that have happened to us that are actual laws. And that's what they're looking at in terms of critical race theory. It's not teaching of history. So here's what it says. It says critical race theory is a cross-disciplinary intellectual and social movement of civil rights scholars and activists who seek to examine the intersection of race, society, and the law in the United States and to challenge mainstream American liberal approaches to racial justice. Exactly. exactly. That's it. That's that. that. And, it's <laughs> that. and it's that. But so it's not about it removing it. Be... Go ahead, Les. Yeah, they're trying to yeah, make it out to be something like that's the the new boogeyman. Like you have to be afraid of something, and that's what and that's keeps, what keeps ignorant, ignorant people. people. I still hear. Uh, echo. You hear it, Leslie? Me too. I hear it too. I hear it too. When you come, when you could come up with these ideas of you have to be scared of the other. Other. It just continues to perpetuate in the society. Like I, somebody like I, tweeted, somebody, um, Jamel uh, Hill, I believe, mm -hmm. yeah, tweeted about a situation. About, I want to say it's upstate New York, where some institution or school. I don't, I don't know if it was a school or somewhere where young people gather. They had what they called a um, gang night or night something, or something. With, these with these white kids, white kids dressed, dressed up as bloods and, and crips and they had teardrops, teardrops fake teardrops tattooed, tattooed on their face and they was you know wearing their pants they're sagging you're teaching kids about a history or about and i'm not saying that gangs are a history but you're teaching them to disrespect people based on what they think they know of a whole group of people so they're going to apply that information to everyday black people and assume that everybody's in a gang so don't they already assume that yeah but it's it it's not good because it's reinforced with all these little right you know let the kids just be kids and not teach them not something teach them that's something substantial that so that they can, so they can learn but they don't want they don't kids want to know anything, that's, anything gonna that's gonna help them to help them live in a society that's multicultural mm -hmm. they don't want they their don't children, want their to, children know to know that, 
Yeah, I think, you know, critical race theory is being used as a three-word catch-all for just a lot of stuff. I don't think anybody really can fully define critical race theory as what's in their head. So for some people, it means taking all um, reference to uh, Black history out of a curriculum. For other people, it's about teaching more of the history that is taught as opposed to what did you learn? All I learned about Black history was in February, and it was either Martin Luther King or slavery. That's all I learned about Black history. And white people don't want the, the full entire um, critique from all the way from when we were kings and queens in Africa, all the way through how they brought us here in chains, all the way how they, you know, they use lies and thievery. They don't want the full picture. Talk. They just want to gloss over it and give. They just want to say they, they want to just say we well, your slaves. You used to be second class citizens, and then during civil rights, we used to throw uh, water hoses on you and chase you over with horses. That's all they want to oh. say. They don't want the full picture. Well, the full picture is is horrifying for them. You know, for us, yes, we know that, but they don't want to own up to it, and therein lies the problem: why there are no race relations because we ignore facts and truths you know we try to say well it wasn't that bad just just forget about it that happened a long time ago and you can't forget about something that affects generation after generation after generation but they keep you know, watering down have, the there has narrative. to be a, a civil and our job like, is to keep adding potatoes so it thickens up Keep the other side of the story, because I think when you keep telling me that I was a slave or when you keep showing pictures of me getting water hose down and that's all I see, I, I almost seem to think that I should not be fighting. There should be no fight in me, because if I do fight, I'm going to whip your ass back down or turn the water hose back on you. And it's almost like to keep you subservient and to remind you that you could be second-class citizen. And I think they need to be telling those other stories, you know, about all the people who survived, how we did fight back, how we are resilient, and how we're going to keep going on. You know, y'all y'all cannot defeat us. And... I almost feel like I, I need to join a school board I because I don't, I'm, I'm concerned I'm about concerned who's running these PTAs and these boards and who's pulling boards books off the shelves. And that's my concern. That's what is my six-year-old great-niece? Is she going to, when she gets in fourth grade, is all she, she going to learn slavery and civil rights again? Is that it? Right. Yeah, but you know what she you needs have the to whole even, story. You have to, even, you have to be concerned with the curriculum with in itself. I was talking to my granddaughter, talking, and she has, uh, I guess, in her history uh, class, her history or not even class, her history class. Her history I class. don't even know what class this is. Class. Anyway, anyway, the, the teacher asked the kid, asked, "Who do you know in government today? In government today, would make a good president?" That's not a right or wrong answer. That's not a right or wrong answer. So my grandma. No, that's not that a right or wrong answer. She, she it's who do you know? With, she replied with AOC. 
And the teacher commenced to tell her how wrong she was and, you know, no, she make a horrible president. And then he went on a whole litany of all these jerks that he knew on whatever side that he supports, that they would make better presidents. And um, this happened such a long time ago. By the time she told me, it was like old news. And my son, I'm like, what do you want to do about this? So I told her, I said, listen, let me know what days you have this class. And on the days that I work from home, I want to sit in on this class with you. Uh-oh. Because I want to hear him. I wish, I wish you would say something like that again. How dare you try to make my granddaughter feel like her response to your stupid ass question was wrong. Alexandria Cortez, right? Yes. What yeah. makes her not a good candidate? He su- obviously, he supports a different agenda. Okay. So it really wasn't about so, he wanted to push his own agenda. Exactly. Because they really shouldn't be talking about that in schools anyway. Exactly. He's not supposed not to be supposed to- communicating his personal political views in school and you put my granddaughter in a place where number one you're gonna now make her feel in insecure about answering questions in your class or especially a question that there is no right or wrong answer right so why would you the whole agenda to make you feel inferior so you don't feel empowered to speak exactly and I and want I to be want in that classroom. That I want to hear I this jerk teach. So you can raise your hands. Excuse me, I think you made a mistake. Exactly. exactly. Excuse me again. I think you're making multiple mistakes. It didn't it's happen not like even that. A mistake. You're not supposed to use that classroom as your platform to get to 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 get your messaging across. Right. To push your political what you, agenda. What you believe right. in. I'm sure there are many other teachers. I'm, I don't know but that there's I would a lot survive. Go, that goes on in the classroom that we're not aware of. I don't think that I would survive if my kids would be in school right now. I think um, I would probably they'd be like, take your kids home and homeschool them because I would have things to say. I would have things to say. I would be up there every day. This is not right. You can't take these books out of the library. Fighting back. We fought back back in the day, you know, when my kids were in elementary school. I can only imagine how intense it is now. They were banning books when your kids were in school? They were taking some books out of the library that they didn't believe were appropriate, yes, for our kids. And it wasn't a black-white issue. It was more of... um, Sex. Yeah. It was more of a sex kind of thing. You know? I remember the biggest... Book the book, biggest hoopla was, hoopla was Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. It's me, Margaret, right. <laughs> that was oh, when we were in school. Huh? We read that book. I know, we but that to. was a big deal. I'm surprised that some people who objected didn't try to get that book off the mark off the shelves. There's so I'm gonna turn this now. I'm gonna turn this over to um a different topic. So a couple of weeks ago, I was on a call with um, two other friends and we were talking about love, of course. And um, I posed this question to them and I'm going to pose it to you 
Terry and Leslie, about me. So why do you ladies think that I'm single? Because I, I run into people. I met a guy this weekend who asked me that, why I was single. He asked you, why do you think you're single? No, why I'm single. You know, we talk for a moment. This is at Home Depot. Talk for a moment. And um, he said, well, why is a lady like you single? And before I tell you what my answer is, uh, I'm curious to know what you ladies think. Why am I single? <laughs> that is so hard to answer because some of us, I'll speak for myself, we, we, um, the way we vibe with our friends and with other females is totally different than the way we vibe with a male, especially a male that we're attracted to and trying to, you know, pursue or get with or whatever. I don't know how you vibe with other males, so I can't answer from that perspective. So, but I will say, why do I think you are still single? Um, why do I think Tracy is well? First of well, all, first of all you're, you've been married, been married before. Yes, yes, Great. I've been married before. Mm -hmm. So it's and not he like, cheated. He was a big fat cheater. Right. So that so didn't not, work. Well, it's it's not like you're a woman that has never been married, never had kids. But so he wants to know why you've been single since you got a divorce. Is that the question? Why am I single now? You know, Why that was his single? question. Why are you single? You're single right now because in this stage of life, you have some other priorities to take care of. You're a caregiver. And maybe you don't have time to be a double caregiver because when you with a man, you're going to be caring for them too. And maybe you don't have time to be cooking three breakfasts and you just want to cook two. Where you but why is that even a question? You're like, why are you even asking me why am I single? I am single because I haven't found the right person. That's why I'm single. I mean, I don't even know why that's a question. Why do people feel well, like they want to know? You may want to know why have you not found the right person? Because you brothers be tripping. That's why. Because you'll be tripping. You'll be making believe that it's one thing when you know your motive is something else. And then you don't tell the truth. At least that's been my experience of the people that I have met. I'm not saying all brothers, but the ones that I have met, you know, as Leslie used to say, the representative was in full effect. I so I thought maybe you tech. guys had some insight on why. But I um, do, I think I have a little what I see. Give it to me. I think that the reason why you're single is the relationships that you've had in the past you gave up too much of your time for too long in hopes that this person was going to turn into the person that you wanted them to be when so i i think that in some situations they got the they benefit, got the of, the benefit of the doubt from you from too, many times, too many times and you stayed too, stay long, too long and you got too, you hurt. Got too hurt. Some of the shenanigans, of the shenanigans like, like, I, I, like I, I, remember I remember 
and, I, and, and your I, father was your like father chasing was like, dude chasing over here. He over bought ten books. Bought 10 books. <laughs> and you I still were not that guy. The guy that bought the ten books. Now you knew now something you knew about something that about guy that, that was guy different, that was but, different but, but the person that should have bought ten books did not. So let me. Okay, that's nice. I received that. But yeah. had I not stayed, that would have been the deciding factor if I would have met someone. We really don't know, though, right? But that is. No, I think that no, I think you, that you, you stayed, stayed too long in two relationships that I know of. And then that just wears you down and it drains you. And then now, are you even open or ready to receive another person? Because you've been pining away and, and hoping that this person's going to eventually wake up and do the right thing. And you don't even know if you missed somebody else that was there. Who was ready to do the right thing. I see. Okay. Well, I appreciate your honesty. Thank you. Terry skated around the question, but that's okay. You think I skated around? I do. I do. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to say. I don't know because, like Leslie, I don't know whether you are weary of men having been in relationships where you've been let down and whether you are really going to jump, as they say, 10 toes down into a relationship or you're going to like hold back, got fences up, not really ready to just kind of dive in like when you were in your 20s and see what's going to happen you you already have experienced hurt and loss and i don't know if you're ready to just do 10 toes 10 toes down i told my friend that you know exactly what you said you know i think it's because i think i'm single because number one i haven't met the right person um and people are not as truthful as i think we need to be because i'm okay if you tell me the truth the lies is what gets on my nerves, you know, because if I have the truth, then I will govern myself accordingly with the truth. But if I get lies all the time, um, then you're thinking it's one thing when it's something else. But um, yeah, that's what my main thing is. And I also believe that um, I right now at this stage in my life, you know, as you age, your heart gets weaker. <laughs> I really don't know if I could take another heartbreak. I really have no idea if I could manage. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I, think, I, don't, I don't think you, you know, when you're in your 20s, you be like, girl, we're just going to go on and see what this thing's going to be. We're going to walk, right, we're gonna right. go on and work it out. When you get older, you don't want to play those games anymore. And it definitely is that. It's a cat and mouse game. And you have to be willing to play your full deck of cards and sometimes at a certain age you ain't trying to play to play with a full deck of cards anymore you you, you just don't have it in you anymore yeah and i oh, guess you gotta you go find... out there with your poker face you gotta yes. go out there like knowing like you know in certain situations if there's not an immediate attraction you could cut it off like that so you've dated other people. I've heard you date other people. And 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 because they did whatever they did up front, immediately they cut it off. Right. You cut it off. But 
sometimes when the attraction is there, your sensors to cut it off immediately when, when somebody's not acting nicely, they get dimmed a little bit. And you know me, I think I'm going to put it out there. I'm just going to say it. Your checklist is long of what you're looking for in a relationship. And every time I say something, yeah, checklist. And when I say long, I mean, I shouldn't say long. It's specific. And when I make the suggestion, like, oh, you need to go older. You are just so opposed. Like, I, I think you even get offended when I say it. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Because I, I I'm just I saying, just I mean, the young guys, anybody that's younger than you, they're, they're, there's a lot that goes along with that in the sense that they, they always have the option to go younger. I'm not saying that the older guys don't play. I'm not saying that. And when I say older, like I look at like people I know that are in their 60s, 65. Like I just saw my cousin Greg a couple of weeks ago. He's 65. I'm like, he still look good. He's still a snack. He looks good. <laughs> uh, my cousin Chucky, I think he's a snack. He's 61. He'll be 61. So when I say go old, I'm not saying deal. go 90. 61 that you were talking 70 at one point. <laughs> I'm even okay, and that's just not that far <laughs> off. It's too far for me. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. It's I'm not saying it, it, I'm saying it's worth exploring. I don't know where you find this guy. If you like that, if that's what you like, it's worth exploring. It to me, if there's no attraction at all, and when I look at you, I think of my father. I can't. It just, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. But there's, there's guys out there that's not going to look like your father. At 70, there's some guys that's still looking good and holding line at 70. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm And 70 might be too old, but I'm just saying there's, there's guys that's crazy, holding You know, if you want to go younger... You got to be willing, like, remember you asked me, you said the guy asked for a picture and then he asked for a full picture. Right, right, didn't right. want to send it. And I'm like, well, hey, if you ain't willing to send no pictures, you definitely can't mess with no young dudes. If I know you, I can send you pictures. If I don't know you, I'm not sending you a picture. It's just that simple. I'm not sending you I'm pictures. I'm not saying a naked picture. I'm not saying a Well, that's picture. what he was basically asking for. No, but I mean. Did he really say that, or why did why couldn't you just send him a picture with you fully clothed? I sent him a picture of me on the beach. That's what okay. I did. All me right, me on the beach, okay. and he came back and said, "Do you have one in your bikini?" And tell him you don't have a bikini. I don't wear bikinis. I did say I don't have a bikini, and then he went on to continue asking. Uh, Oh, well, let me just see you in your bathing suit. And what I sent, the picture that I sent was my bathing suit. The only okay. thing that was missing was my crotch. So what are you asking for? To send you a picture of my crotch? That's what you're asking me for? I'm not talking to you. Okay, so you sent in the picture and then he's, he said I wasn't enough? He didn't say it wasn't enough, but basically that's what he meant because he okay. said, oh, let me see the whole bathing suit or something like that. And the only thing that was missing from the shot was my crotch. So I don't have time for that. That's dumb to me. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Those are the sensors that, you know, in a situation that's just not for you, you could cut it off like that. You need to exercise that same thing with the people that you may find yourself attractive and they're just doing crazy stuff in the beginning. Like I told you, like, not that you have to be mean, but sometimes guys just don't like all of that accommodating, nicey, nice, and I'm going to make it so perfect. Sometimes you got to cuss a nigga out. That's it. I'm sorry. At the end, or... Straight in, from the beginning. Like, when I see you do something that I don't appreciate. Because <laughs> when they when you, when you when they feel like they can roll over you, when they feel like there's no challenge, when they feel I don't like... Feel like Tracy's not a pushover, though. Yeah, not that she's a pushover. I don't think that she's I'm nicer. a pushover. I, I think I'm nicer because, you know, I always think about um, Grace and I always think about you're in this relationship and you should speak nicely to people. <laughs> Look at your face. I wish people could see your face right now, Leslie. <laughs> and I think you should be a little bit um, compromising. So that's the behavior that I think that you see that you think I give a little too much. Being and compromised. I think you should be very um, persistent in what you want and getting what you want and not being okay to go along just to get along sometimes. I don't know that I'm a go along to get along person, but um, I, I, get point. I, so, mm, I get your point. I get your point without going I'm too deep. I'm just saying like, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a hypothetical. If me and my man was scheduled to go somewhere and I already told him that this is this is the time and the date that we have to leave and you start throwing everything other than oh I got to do this first and I got nigga I'm out bye I'll see you cuz I told you we made this you agreed and we made arrangements and then all of a sudden now when the day comes I'm not accommodating you. I'm leaving. I made a plan. You agreed. And then when the day got closer and closer, you start acting a certain kind of way. And then then you're going to know, oh, she left without me. You're damn right. I, was, I, I, I know what you're talking about. I do know what you're talking about. I was at the airport. Okay. 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 All the nonsense came through, but I was at the airport because I was leaving. My plane was delayed, but I was on my flight. It's like, well, good luck. But okay. All right. Not I, I in, mean, it's not in 2022. Okay. That I can tell you. Not in 2022. It's a whole different ballgame. Keep your eyes open. Like men talk to you. But if they don't show up in the package that you're looking for, then you will dismiss them. 
Yeah, because I opened some packages in the past, you know, keeping my options open. And it was a whole bunch of rotten food inside them packages. So then you 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 <laughs> are you are hurt and 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 jaded and dismissive of a relationship if it doesn't show up the way you want it to. No, let's let's clar clarify that. It's not jaded and hurt. I'm not hurt anymore. The hurt is gone. I am apprehensive of nonsense, you know, things that went by and I didn't say anything about those are the things that I'm not going to bypass these days because those are the mistakes that I made in the past not listening and not believing things that were told to me or thinking it meant something different so I'm not sitting here ticking off a long list and saying if you're not this but what I do know that I am a career woman I take care of myself I do what I need to do I'm independent all of that. So if my option is the 72 year old and the 75 year old, I'm going to pass because I'm not interested in that. That's just me. I know me and I'm not going to force that. So that's never going to work for me. I'm also not going to deal with somebody who is just getting into the career mode and um, they're not self-sufficient. How are we going to go on vacation? How are we going to do stuff? It doesn't make sense for me to even go down that lane. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, there's definitely, you, you, you got a good range in there, though. You still got 45, let's say 45 to 60, right? Yeah. yeah. And there's plenty in that range. The question, yeah. for me, the question still is, what what are you looking for specifically in that 45 to 50 range in terms of the personality, the, are you willing to play some games? Because you're going to play some games. Are you willing to date outside your race? Are you willing to, you know, is there a certain income level that you're looking for, a certain educational level, or you don't care what they do for a living? There's there's so many other things that I think you need to be clear on. And you also just need to be clear on, and I'll, I'll keep saying it again, you got to play some games. You have to turn into the, sometimes you got to pretend, almost pretend to be so, I don't want to say something you're not, but you have to play certain games because it is a, it's a cat and a mouse, it's a hunter's game, and you have to sometimes see. Look yeah, at her rolling her eyes. See, look at her that. Okay, so if if you're not willing to do that, there are other women out there doing it. They're still playing those games in their sixties, and they are still willing to be pursued and be the prey and play the games knowing that once you get once you get what you want then you can then you turn it I have a different approach then after all that's done then I turn into Leslie and I'll be like look deuces but I played the game at first and then after that you know it's my way or the highway so you got to be willing to do that so we spoke about Katanji. Look at those eyes rolling up in the head. What did you we say? Spoke about... I said, look at those eyes rolling up in the head. Yeah, because the game, I'm not done. And Leslie, you said we spoke about what? We spoke about Katanji being married to a white man, right? And somebody mm -hmm. said something that was so key. Like, nobody should be upset. Nobody should even care. Because at the level that she was at, 
she dated what who was in her familiar surroundings and if black guys weren't coming and stepping up to the table because i think her girlfriends some of them married white too her close girlfriends because that's who was attracted to them in the circles that they were running in so you got to look at the circles that you're running in and who you're you know what guys are in that circle hopefully my computer you know huh I said my computer because I work from home. So you need to get out and get you get into some circles that you are interested in being in to be around the people that you're attracted to. And like Terry said, play the game. Play the game. What what do we say? Stay in the game? Stay in the game. Yeah, but oh my gosh. I just... That is the biggest turnoff to me. It is such a turnoff. You know, I don't know why, but it is what it is. Because trust me, they're still they're still in the game. They're still hunting. There's oh, I know they're still out there hunting. And and so while they're hunting and still in the game, you got they're looking for people that are willing to still play the game with them. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) So why do you think you're still single? I think I am single because I haven't met the right person. But why have Um, you not met the right person? I think that um, I meet who I think is the right person. And then something what makes them the right person. I know I need you to explain what is the right person. Chemistry is important to me. Um, be, making me laugh, having a decent job, they can take care of themselves, mm-hmm. and we can have a nice conversation and get along and have similar backgrounds of upbringings and things of that nature, similar education. And and some similar interests, not exactly the same interests, but you know some of the similarities. Right. And I've met where do, you, a few, where do you meet people like that right now? Um, you can meet them anywhere. I meet people. It's not that I don't meet people. It's just I haven't met anybody that was like, hmm. all right. Because you didn't mention that at all when I asked you the right person. You mentioned not. You said nothing about physical look, but then you just said. But I don't see anybody that makes my eyebrows go like that. But you never said that when I asked you who is the right person. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I don't want somebody who's ugly. I mean, who wants who raises their hand and say, yes, I want the ugly guy. I mean, no, but there's all kinds of preferences out there, though. Yeah. And I don't really have a like tall and light skin with green eyes or tall and dark skin with. I don't have that. You know, you could be the same height as me because, you know, the height thing, when you lay down, everything lines up anyway. (laughs) So it doesn't really matter that much to me. I'm not, you have to be six to or whatever. That doesn't fit into that. But I'd like somebody who's nice to look at. Um, Mm -hmm. The height doesn't matter. Uh, The other things matter. The things that I mentioned that you treat me well, you're a good person. And, you know, we have some similarities that we can get along. And I actually like you as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, but do you remember your girlfriend that came on the show and she said that she dated somebody that initially wasn't her her type, if if I use the words correctly, 
I, not, I don't think she said that, but that wasn't somebody that she would have been attracted to. So it was something about this guy that was totally different than what she would normally seek in a in a person. And she got to she she opened herself up to get to know, to figure yes. out who this guy was. Yeah, she did. And he wasn't she what she said that she would normally go after. And also, he was void of the game. He was void of the game. You talk about my friend that was just on. Um, yes. Last, mm-hmm. He was void of the game. He knew what he was. They're new for. in their relationship. They are so new. Now, if I'm God willing, and no, the creek when they were rise, dating, I'm here. I'm talking about when they were dating. They're new in their marriage. But when they were dating, he was void of the game. You know, and she she said that, that he wasn't coming with the game. He knew exactly what his end goal was was about. No, and, and I then, agree with that. When I say game, I'm not talking about you got to be willing to be the fifth woman in a a relationship and, and let him just kind of juggle women while you're trying to date him. I I'm knew, glad you clarified that, Terry. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm talking about the, the pursuit. Like, I'm talking about the pursuit game, the, you know, ooh, I'm going to maybe play a little shy today or I'm going to pretend like I'm not really available today to see how bad you really, you know, I'm talking about that kind of game, not, oh, let him play the field and I'll just wait till he decides whether he wants me or not. No, I'm talking about the pursuit game. Thank you for clarifying. Cause after this call, I was going to call you <laughs> and ask you some questions about, you know, pre-marriage and no, I thought you talking about the, game. the pursuit. Yes, the pursuit yeah, game. I don't mind that. It's the it's the stories and the lies and the make believe. You know when yeah, you meet no, nobody guys, wants that. Yeah, when you meet these guys initially, you know they're good guys. They're saying the right things, you know. And it's not until you're hooked that it turns out to be something different, you know. And maybe you, I did miss the signs because of of whatever reason. But initially, you know, the people that are playing those rough games, they're not coming to you straight up and saying, listen, I'm dating you and I'm going to be dating, you know, this one and that one. And it's not really monogamous. I'm having sex with everybody. Um, They don't say that. It Mm -hmm. it just doesn't happen. They don't say that, but do they act it? Do they? In the beginning? No, it does. It's not something that happens in the beginning. You know, it's not something that comes up in the very beginning and. It's like, oh, look at that. It's something that happens in time or has happened in time and not in six months or a year. You know, after a while, you feel like everything's fine. And then you don't even know that there's these games going on behind you. And like I just said to Terry, and then after that, you're hooked. And it's so hard to get out once you're hooked. For me, it's hard to get out. But what I'm saying is like, are there times in the beginning when when it's new, it's fresh, you're both texting each other periodically throughout the day, you're meeting up, no, no excuses, no, you know, everything goes according to schedule. And then yes. all of a sudden it's little like, I'm running a little late. Um, can we change tonight for tomorrow? Um, I'm not going to be able to make it this weekend. 
when those things start to, to creep up, do you question those things? When you yes. were 100% yes. attentive before and then all of a sudden yes. now it's like. Yes, you question those things, but you also too, you know, um, if you make plans and someone cancels your plan the first time, I don't think that merits. What do you mean you cancel? You're not going to be able to make it? It doesn't it? merit I mean, that. I don't it's think a... it merits that no, um, it initially. No, it doesn't. You know? It doesn't merit that initially. But what I know for me is that it registers right here. So you got yes. me one time, right? You're not going to get me again with the cancel. So no one can be late twice. we had... Huh? Not in the beginning. No one can be late twice or rescheduled twice? Not no. in the beginning. No. 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 Not when you were head over heels and then all of a sudden we're month three into it and now you're getting a little See, lazy it and was, sloppy. It was, it was never like that. It was never like that in the beginning. Never like that in the beginning. No. Month what do you three, mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? What you're saying in the beginning, in three months. You know, I can't make it. I'm not going to make it. I've got to change times. It wasn't like that in the beginning. Not at all. Not at so all. So when did it, when, when, when it does happen? Okay, so it wasn't month three. Maybe it was month six. But something happened that somebody didn't live up to something. They started. Right. right. I, I don't it was, know. It was always, it was always after time and a year, two years. I mean. And that's it's when been a you while chin since check somebody. So. You chin check them. Because if you I don't were know that what chin attentive. You're going to need to explain chin check for me, please. If you, you're I'm going to write this down. Chin check. To me, and you're answering my text, and then all of a sudden you slowly start ghosting me, I'm not going to start acting like, oh my God, you're not calling. I'm not. No. What I'm going to do. Is now I have an agenda, I have a life, and what you're not going to be able to do is get on my agenda and get into my life because now you're starting to slowly start ghosting me, especially in a relationship like you're dating, everything is good, and then all of a sudden it's not good. It's not good for a reason. Something's going on. And Leslie, don't pay, play that, homie. Don't play that, and you're going to get chin checked. So that's Something chin check. Is, you just explained is chin checking. When your agenda yes, something filled. is going on, That's I'm going to let you know. So, like, I, I'm you being know stupid what? Right Obviously, now, I need to understand more about the chin check. How does that term? <laughs> that is mean? where we we getting ready to keep it real. And like she says, yes. nigger, we've been dating for a year now, a and all year. of a sudden you go and ghost on me. And um, what what is this about? Because we're going to have to have a conversation. Because up until this point. You have been true to your word and all of a sudden you're going ghost and all of a sudden your situation has changed without an explanation. So, yeah, you're going to tell me something or goodbye, goodbye, bye-bye. Right. Because after a year, if he's been so attentive and it just started to change, he owes you that explanation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that. that when she says chin check, meaning this is not going to go unchecked. This behavior, we are, we're not moving forward until you address 
this issue that I have an issue with. Remember, after a year is my program, my game or no game. We are year end. So now it's my program. And so if I don't like something that has happened to me after a year, we're going to have a talk and we're going to check this and we're going to get to the, to, to the bottom of it. Or when the behavior changes, when the behavior starts to exhibit all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's not answering the text like he used to. He's not showing up like he used to. He's canceling or rearranging or pushing back time. And he wasn't doing that before. The behavior is changing. Right. Yeah, and I, it's I not it. time. It. And even and if it happens after it, six months, it is not time to be like, oh, woe is me. Why is he doing this to me? No, you're getting chin checked. So you either going to correct yourself very quickly or bye bye. And that's why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I'm really taken aback by this chin check. I don't think I've ever heard of this before. I mean, you've heard Leslie say that before. She has said it so many times before. I guess when I I think about when Joey and I were new in a relationship, Uh and I'll never forget one time we were newly married. I think I was pregnant with Justin. I don't know. I was pregnant, whatever it was. And we're at his friend's house for a cookout. Now, Joey grew up with these people. He knew them. And, you know, they they were just so happy to see him. And we're sitting at the table. And every five minutes, he's getting up. Oh, yo, that's so-and-so. Let me see. Oh, yo, let me talk talk to her. Let me holler. Eh." And and he would leave me at the table. Just leave me there. Mm -hmm. And then finally, he comes back to the table for the last time. And I'm like, listen, get up from this table again and leave me sitting here by myself. And I'm going to turn this party out. (laughs) And he was like, all right, let's just go. Let's just go home. Ah, ah." No, nigga, it'd be different if you, like, why aren't you introducing me to these people? Why aren't you saying something like, oh, there's my wife or he he was young that's what i'm talking about what you're not gonna do when we're out in public is act like i don't exist so it's those behaviors that if you don't check somebody right away they're gonna do it again and it's gonna be worse again and again and again right right yeah like don't 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 do that to me don't embarrass me like that I said, I was listening to um, somebody said today, I love you like I love myself. Let me love you like that. If you can say that to somebody and they are treating you with the utmost respect, then give them all of that. But when you can't love somebody like you love yourself, let it go. And there you have it. We'll see. We'll see how long this... I'm enjoying singleness, to tell you the truth. I do what I want. That's why you're single, because you like it better than being coupled. How about that? Yeah. (laughs) I know that I meet some interesting people, and, um, you know, when it's time, it'll be. 
That's all I can say. This I has just been know this, you know, I know a lot of Black women and they are single these days is fabulous. It's not like it was when our moms were. Um, right, it's not. That age. It's, I mean, you were looked at like uh, outcasts. Like you had leprosy. You single. <laughs> these women now, they be like going on trips. I mean, they just, they are living their best life. So singleness is. I told y'all I just booked a uh, a trip to. Um, oh yeah, you tell me. Turks and Caicos. I cannot wait. You have no idea. So maybe I'll meet Dexter when I'm in Turks and Caicos. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Or, or, and when Dexter doesn't okay. answer the text when you call him, <laughs> or maybe you'll or maybe meet Chad. Chad. Maybe Chad, Dexter. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see what yeah. happens. Keep your options open. Yeah, I can. What happens in Turks and Caicos stays in Turks and Caicos. Well, ladies, this has been real. Um, thanks for chatting with me. Have a good week. Uh, oh, Leslie, you know what? I just wanted to tell you, last week, Terry and I checked in. Because, honey, this work business, it's real work. It is real work. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not even going to get into it. But we checked in last week and she gave me a little pep talk because I had to walk myself back off the ledge last week. It was crazy. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. I'll yeah. call you again this week. There you go. Well, the there thing you is go. that you are not in the office with them. Imagine how much worse that would be. Yeah, it would be tough if I was in the office. It would be tougher, I think. I think so. All right, guys, have a good week. This is love. And stop giving up so much of yourself to the work people, too. Do what you get paid for. I'm a giver, huh? Stop. Stop. (laughs) Make it be tight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. This is Love Talk. Love Talk for everyday people. Thanks for listening. And good night. Love you. Love you, too. Love y'all. Bye. Love you. Bye.